It's six o'clock and you are tuned to Community Radio, KVMR-FM, Nevada City, KCPC Camino. Today is the last day of April, Friday the 30th, 2021. I'm Claudio Mendonca and it's time for the KVMR Evening News. According to the California Report, sea otters have kept the Monterey Bay kelp forests healthy, and UC Santa Cruz researchers are now studying how these marine mammals help protect these endangered underwater ecosystems. The California News Service covers the ongoing fight to end oil drilling in the Golden State. We'll hear Suzanne Potter's report before a roundup of regional news and weather. We'll close with an interview with Cindy Giardina, the owner of the Golden Era Lounge in Nevada City. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Let's start with supply and demand and the pandemic. California has a pretty healthy supply of COVID vaccines right now, but demand for vaccinations appears to be dropping, and that worries public health officials. In Los Angeles County, when it comes to filling appointments, county-run vaccination sites are down 50% this week. Here's County Public Health Director Barbara Ferrer speaking at a news conference yesterday. We've seen a, a significant drop here in LA County of people getting vaccinated, and it's very worrisome, very worrisome. This would not be the time to sort of lose momentum on vaccinations. Ferrer says this will likely be the first week in which the county has not administered 95% of the doses it's received. But she says the county has seen improvement in getting vaccine doses to Latino and black communities in recent weeks. With so many appointments going unfilled, many California counties are offering people the chance to get a shot at walk-up vaccination sites that used to require an appointment. More cities and counties are also focusing efforts on mobile clinics to get vaccines to communities hit hardest by the pandemic. Let's turn to the environment. California's underwater kelp forests are in trouble. A combination of climate change and hungry purple sea urchins have decimated these vital marine habitats. But the Monterey Peninsula has a kind of kelp forest guardian, sea otters. As KAZU's Erica Mahoney reports, new research out from the University of California, Santa Cruz is highlighting the otter's role. Sea otters are adorable. They have big eyes, wispy whiskers, and dense fur coats. Even their sounds are cute, as captured by the Monterey Bay Aquarium. But beyond all that cuteness, sea otters are important to the Monterey Bay's ecosystem. Notably, defending kelp forests, which are home to over 800 different animal species. Forests that are already in bad shape. Standing near a beach on Cannery Row in Monterey, Josh Smith, a PhD candidate at UC Santa Cruz, describes what the kelp forest here looked like just a decade ago. The canopy would have spread out across this entire little bay right here that we're in. And so right now what we're seeing is a very patchy kelp forest. That motivated him to research the role sea otters play in the complex story of disappearing kelp. The story begins around 2013. That's when the number of purple sea urchins skyrocketed after a disease wiped out one of their main predators. Urchins devour kelp. The declining forest was further weakened by warming waters, a symptom of climate change. Kelp needs cold water to survive. The result? Northern California lost 95% of its kelp forest in under a decade. 
the Monterey Bay area fared better, only losing around 60%. One thing that our study has shown is that having predators like the sea otter are really important in helping to buffer this ecosystem from change. The PhD candidate says sea otters are slowing the decline of the local kelp forest by eating up urchins. In fact, three times as many as they used to. To collect data, Smith spent about 300 hours underwater along the Monterey Peninsula. He also worked with scientists from the Monterey Bay Aquarium and the U.S. Geological Survey, who used telescopes and rangefinders to record what sea otters were eating and where. And one thing that's great about studying sea otters is they consume their prey at the surface. So we can watch an otter dive down and we can record where it came up and what it came up with. The team's findings were recently published in the journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. They found that otters ignore urchin barrens, areas where urchins have overgrazed kelp to the bare seafloor. The purple creatures there are starving, often called zombie urchins. Instead, the otters focus on foraging the healthy ones in the remaining patches of kelp. Because sea otters are targeting urchins in these forests, they're helping to maintain the remnant patches of kelp forest that we actually have from overgrazing by sea urchins. Otters live between Santa Barbara and just north of Santa Cruz. Further north from otter territory, urchins have no predators. And that's possibly why the kelp forest decline is more severe in Northern California. Tristan McHugh, who works for the Nature Conservancy, is trying to find solutions. In Northern California, we don't have otters, we don't have lobsters, we don't have sheephead, we don't have sunflower stars. That really puts the pressure currently on humans to fill the role of that top predator. The Nature Conservancy is exploring several innovative ideas, including urchin trapping, to pull the spiny creatures out of the water. It's also launching an experimental kelp farm. The pilot project is scheduled to begin this spring in Humboldt Bay. As for the Monterey Bay, sea otters keep urchins with an insatiable taste for kelp in check, something Dane Durand, who manages the Aquarius dive shop in Monterey, definitely appreciates. As he fills up scuba tanks, he says the kelp forest draws people from all over the world. So we get people from England and all over Europe. I just had somebody from Iceland last week. The kelp forest is something extremely special here. From supporting the local economy to removing carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. Luckily, the local kelp forest has guardians. Guardians that play a larger role than just looking and sounding cute. For The California Report, I'm Erica Mahoney in Monterey. Support for the California Report comes from Paint Care. Now with 800 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute, working to advance the frontiers of ocean research, sharing the connection between life on land and life at sea with everyone, everywhere. And California Healthcare Foundation, ensuring the voices of Californians are heard in California's decisions about healthcare on the web at chcf.org/voices.
and sea otters at all. That's the California Report for Friday, April 30th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer and Katie McMurrin, with assistance from Seal Muller. Our producers are Mary Franklin Harvin and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our director of news is Vinnie Tong. Our executive editor is Ethan Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Thanks for listening and have a great day. In Kern County, local leaders concerned about air pollution are asking Governor Gavin Newsom to wind down drilling for oil and gas by 2035, 10 years sooner than currently planned. Suzanne Potter has the details. Environmental justice advocates are calling on Governor Gavin Newsom to wind down oil and gas drilling in California by 2035 instead of by 2045, as he proposed. Last week, Newsom announced that the state will work to end all fossil fuel extraction and will stop issuing permits for fracking by 2024. Delano City Councilmember Salvador Solorio Ruiz says the communities of color living near the wells in Kern County need relief sooner rather than later. It doesn't have to be this way. We need to tackle this issue with urgency in order to end California's legacy of environmental racism as well. Opponents of the governor's plan claim it will cost jobs in the oil and gas industry and result in more imports from out of state. Advocates also would like to see the state stop issuing or renewing permits for wells that sit within 2,500 feet of homes, schools, hospitals, prisons, or nursing homes. California is the only major oil-producing state that does not require buffer zones. Felipe Perez emigrated to the Central Valley as a child, worked in the fields, gained his citizenship, and eventually rose to become mayor of the city of Fireball. He says setbacks are crucial to protect people's health. There's a safety concern that is affecting those people that are too close from those wells. One of my kids, he was uh, little, he got asthma because the pollution of this valley. According to an L.A. Times analysis, more than 350,000 Californians live within 600 feet of unplugged wells. Earlier this year, the Kern County Board of Supervisors passed an ordinance that could open up the door to thousands of new drilling permits. For California News Service, I'm Suzanne Potter. The Nevada County Coronavirus Dashboard is showing 20 new cases of COVID-19 today, bringing the total case number for the county to 4,602. There are currently 123 active cases and three hospitalizations. Nevada County public health officials expressed concern today about the rising number of COVID-19 cases in the county. With a seven-day average of 10.9 cases per day, Nevada County has a higher COVID-19 rate than most counties in the state. There are currently four active COVID-19 outbreaks in the county. An outbreak is defined as three or more cases not within the same household in a 14-day period. While public health officials do not share details about specific outbreaks, they said they are seeing cases rise in both eastern and western Nevada County. Quote, we are not out of the woods on COVID-19, says public health officer Dr. Scott Kellerman. This virus is still very prevalent in our community, as are variants. This is not the time to let our guard down. It is prudent to remain cautious, end quote. Kellerman also noted the vaccines prevent the virus's spread. 
the CDC now recommends that for fully vaccinated individuals, mask wearing and physical distancing is not needed when outdoors with small gatherings or dining indoors with unvaccinated members of one family. However, unvaccinated individuals should continue to mask and distance, end quote. Officials also noted that the demand for COVID-19 vaccine has leveled off well before enough people have been vaccinated to reach herd immunity. According to CDC data, currently only 36.8% of Nevada County residents over age 18 have been fully vaccinated, as are 56.3% of those over 65. With the addition of the new public health vaccination clinic at the Sierra College Grass Valley campus next week, vaccination appointments will be available six days a week in Nevada County. The clinic is open Tuesday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and appointments for the entire month of May are currently available at myturn.ca.gov. Tomorrow is the first day of the 2021 season of the Nevada City Farmer's Market. The market happens from 8.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Saturday from tomorrow until December. The open-air market is located on Union Street between Broad and Coyote Streets and is a joint venture of the community and both local farmers and local businesses. You can find out more at ncfarmersmarket.org. And according to CAL FIRE, the California Department of Forestry and Fire Protection, Nevada Yuba Placer Unit, will require burn permits for residential burn piles within Nevada, Yuba, and Placer counties beginning tomorrow, May 1st. Burn permits can be obtained online at burnpermit.ca.gov. And in regional weather, the National Weather Service has announced that a fire weather watch will be in effect from May 2nd to May 4th due to potential critical fire weather conditions Sunday afternoon into Tuesday due to gusty winds and very low humidity. Tonight, Grass Valley and Nevada City will be mostly cloudy with a low around 53. Saturday will be sunny with a high near 75. In Truckee and Lake Tahoe, tonight mostly cloudy with a low around 48. Saturday will be sunny with a high near 60. And for Woodland and Sacramento, tonight mostly cloudy with a low around 54 degrees. Tomorrow will be sunny with a high near 86. Coming up, Felton Pruitt talks with Cindy Giardina, the owner of the Golden Era Lounge in Nevada City, about the Aloha Sunday celebration of life for her late husband Steve being held this Sunday afternoon at the Golden Era. We're talking with Cindy Giardina, who, along with her husband Steve, started the Golden Era Restaurant in downtown Nevada City back in 2015. And Cindy, all of the hearts of other folks in Nevada City go to you and your family, your kids, Eric and Jesse, because we lost Steve about a month ago, exactly. Thank you, Felton. So there's going to be a celebration uh, for Steve. It's called, a, what is it, an Aloha Sunday celebration of life this Sunday at the Golden Era to uh, celebrate Steve's time on this earth. That's right, 2 o'clock. Well, I'm sure that'll be packed because I know that the community came to really love you and Steve and your family over the years. Uh, you became a part of Nevada City. 
Can you talk a little bit about why you became a part of Nevada City and why you started the Golden Era? We started the Golden Era on a just kind of a, a dream that we thought we could maybe bring something to town that people would enjoy that was different than anything else. And Steve's a great business guy, and I like hospitality. In fact, Steve's pat comment was, our mantra is HAP, H-A-P, hospitality, ambiance, and product. So if you start with hospitality and the ambiance, the product is secondary, really, to making people feel welcome. Well, I know that was true because I got to know you first because you always made me feel welcome when I came in there. And then I got to know Steve very well just by having wonderful conversations with him. No matter how busy he was, he always seemed to have time to have a conversation with you. Tell people a little bit about your husband, Steve. So Steve and I met in high school. We were married 48 years. And he's the best guy ever. He was the most honest person, kind person Never had a bad word about anybody. The best dad, you know, played basketball with all the kids at our house. He was known in town as the guy, the dad that nobody could beat at horse Uh and taught probably hundreds of kids how to water ski and wakeboard behind our boat because he never tired of pulling them and trying and trying. And he promised them he would get them up. So he got every kid up behind the boat. So... Before you guys uh, started the Golden Era, did you have experience in the hospitality areas and restaurants? No, we did not. Okay. (laughs) I I think it came naturally to us somehow. It worked really well there, and you had your own unique essence. When you walked into the Golden Era, it was different than every place else. Right. Well, because you walked into Mama's living room, I treat we treat everybody like they're our family, and they are welcome to the living room as long as everybody is polite to each other, everybody's welcome. Yeah, you were known as Mama G. Yes, that got to be my nickname. And I know that the musicians were like, oh, we got to go talk to Mama G, or we can do another second set or something or whatever. Yeah. Your establishment over the years, being Duffy's and then Serino's and now the Golden Era, it certainly had a history of music over the years. But you you have brought wonderful music to our era. Even during the pandemic, you guys did a whole bunch in the back. You decided, well, we can't have people inside but we can do things outside. So tell people a little bit about what you did with the back lot and everything. Right. So we were very fortunate to have a parking lot, which many of the businesses did do not. And so we beat with Eric and Steve and Jesse's fiance, Drew, converted the whole back parking lot into what, what we call our golden era patio. And we have music and we have tables and we're very COVID conscientious. A safe place for people to come outdoors. We try to keep mostly all local artists because we have so many great, talented people in our town. And and people are very appreciative. I mean, we hear it all the time. They're very appreciative of us bringing the music and giving them a safe place to be. And initially, you had drinks and you had music. And then with the COVID laws, rules came down. You also had to start serving food. So you cut a deal with the local caterer. We did. We were very fortunate to be at a neighborhood gathering with Antonio was there. And we talked to him and said, how are you doing? And he said, how are you doing? Well, imagine being a caterer during COVID. So he lost most of his gigs. And then we can't be open without food. So we all just put our heads together and we were very blessed. It's like the perfect marriage. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking with Cindy Giardina. She's the wife of Steve Giardina. Steve passed about a month ago. Cindy and Steve have been running the Golden Era Lounge in Nevada City since 2015. And on Sunday, we're going to have an Aloha Sunday celebration of Steve's life. Tell us about what you expect on Sunday. 
It'll be Aloha style. Emily's catering will be doing the food because Antonio has an event that day, so he cannot do it. But Emily is so kind and gracious to do it for us. And um, there'll be music and there'll be video and it'll be an upbeat. I'm sure there'll be some tears, but we want it to be upbeat and celebrate Steve. And this is all going on from 2 to 6 p.m. on the back patio lot, I assume. Right. Masks are required for entry, by the way. Yes. Well, you guys have always been very good. I know that you have always followed whatever rules the health department put down, and you bent over to make sure that you were compliant. And I think that your customers have appreciated that. Yes. Thank you, Felton. Yeah. You know my saying, right? Our saying, it was pivot or perish. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we, we, we pivoted a lot. <laughs> right. They certainly threw everything at you. What kind of music are you going to have on Sunday? Sunday to start off is the Kelly Twins. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. They're wonderful. Two brothers, and they, they play really upbeat, fun music, kind of sing-along style. And um, Lorraine Gervais oh. and all of her, Charlie and Gary Regine is with her. And so they'll finish it up. I'm certainly looking forward to seeing the family out there and seeing all of our friends that have been coming to the golden era over the years as we celebrate Steve's life. As I say, farewell to you, Cindy. Tell people something about Steve. Share something that we really should know. Gosh, let me see. I think, um, I think it's kind of funny to, to know that Steve passed on April Fool's Day at 2 a.m. straight up. Last call of a bar, if you, <laughs> oh if you get that. But uh, other than that, I don't know. He, most people that know him know this already. He was the kindest, most generous. We'll miss him a lot. <laughs> we all will. And uh, we certainly appreciate you spending some time just sharing your family story, Cindy. I know this is a tough time for all of you. And we'll see you on Sunday afternoon out at the Golden Era, and everybody can uh, give a virtual hug, I guess. <laughs> That's right. Wear wear their Aloha shirts. Very good. We've been talking with Cindy Giardina from the Golden Era, who will have their Aloha Sunday celebration for Steve, her husband, this Sunday from 2 to 6 p.m. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you, Felton. That's tonight's newscast. KVMR is supported by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Family owned, operated, and argued over since 1980. Proud supporter of independent thought, whether that's online, over the air, in a can or bottle. More information at sierranevada.com. And Pete's Pizza and Tap House on West Main Street, Grass Valley. Now offering delivery, curbside pickup, and dining options following local health mandates for the safety of Nevada County. Hours of operation at pizza.com. Thanks for listening. The California Report magazine is next. I'm Claudio Mendoza. Have a nice weekend. 